for some, prison is where it ends. For all, court is where it begins. This ain't no TV show. This is the real world. And this is what's happening at the courthouse on KFM Mornings with Ramiz. And what I love about Ramiz is that he, he gives all the courts a chance. He goes to Belleville, he goes to Weinberg, he goes to Cape Town Central, and now he's out in Mitchell's Plain. That's right, yes. And next week, hopefully, if budget allows, my manager slash... I want to go. I want to go to Atlantis. So the, okay, yes. Last week, uh, uh-huh. Sherlyn was telling me that some comments came through on the Facebook Live saying, "Yeah, we you must come to Atlantis." That's where the okay. stories are. Mm. Mm, okay. <laughs> so you're just waiting for petrol money, is what yes. you're saying? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because in this economy, you can't just drive to Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Waiting for petrol money from the uh, manager. I'll, I'll give you some petrol bucks. <laughs> Don't worry. Thank you. I can't wait to hear what's happening in Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ramisa, it's Mitchell's plane's turn. And this is where he wanders around the courts and asks one simple question. What are you doing at the courthouse today? Uh, we witnesses for a case that was supposed to appear. We caught suspects in possession of a stolen motor vehicle, but uh, it's been postponed. Obviously, you're not police, so what? how did you catch them? We are private security, um, but we specialized in vehicle tracking. So. Okay, there we go. I understand now. Does this happen a lot, like where you have to come to court and, and testify? Um, not as often as you'd think. Um, I mean, we average, what, two, three cars a day. Yeah, a about, day? Yeah, about two, three cars a day. And usually it's caught maybe once, twice a month. So it just all depends on how far the docket's going. If oh, okay. I see. Yeah. I see. So, so basically, if it goes further than than the police station, obviously, and gets to the court, then you have to come here. Yeah. So obviously, we're not involved in the investigation at all. Our job is just to recover the vehicle. Um, if there's suspects there, we're obviously trying to detain them and hand them over to the police, and then uh, we wait for our court date. How long does it take for you to sort of like get to this vehicle or track it, basically? I mean, it depends on the time of day, where it was taken, road closures, uh, roadworks. There's so many things. It could be from five minutes to 25 minutes. Have you ever lost a vehicle? Like as in not, not tracked it down? Um, it happens. No, especially those that get uh, taken during the course of the night. So if it's stolen at one o'clock in the morning and you, you find me at eight o'clock in the morning to go look for it, someone's had seven hours with your car. Sometimes we just find parts. Parts where? Pieces of the vehicle. Oh, like on the road or where? No, it'll be uh, in fields, it'll be wherever. Breadcrumbs, basically. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> okay. You're doing some some, some great work, obviously. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it. We're, we're trying our best. Yeah, I mean, so long uh, the people are stealing cars, that's, that's how long you're going to have a job, basically. Yeah, un- un- unfortunately, we survive on crime, so I can't really uh, complain in South Africa at this stage. Thank you very much for your time, sir. I appreciate it. Only a pleasure. Thanks. Cool, man. What are you doing at the courthouse today? I was court shoplifting. Obviously, uh, you were maybe desperate to, to get something, but, but why? It was desperate times because of, I wasn't working for five years and uh, it was my son's birthday, the weekend. So I had nothing to give him. 13th birthday, I had nothing to give him. Yeah, actually just took over my mind and, you know, I, I went to go get some meat because I wanted to throw him a braai. Okay. Wow. Okay. I finally found a job just after this case happened. 
So I found a job which I struggled for for five years, you know. And I'm here to plead with the court, like, not to send me up here because um, it's just going to reverse my whole life cycle again. I understand that, yeah. So where where did you do the shoplifting? If it was meat, like where? Pick up pay. Oh, okay, okay. What did you think, like, how did you think that you were going to get away with this? Um, I wasn't thinking at the time, like I say, I was really stupid and dumb. And have you done this kind of things before? No, sir. So this is your first offence? No, it's not my first offence. I had a couple of other offences, but that was a couple, about 10 years ago. That's why it was so difficult for me to get a job. Yeah, in this country, they don't take your criminal record away. So if you go for an interview for a job, they you have to disclose that, yeah. Disclose that you got a criminal record and then doors just shut just like it. But, but I mean, someone opened the door for you because you have a job now. Yes, yes, yes. And that faith in me and which I'm grateful for. That's amazing. At the end of the day, you still need to obviously pay for what you did. Yes, yes that's correct, yeah. The legal aid lawyer, she did write a letter to the state to argue if they cannot withdraw the case for me because of my working situation now. So I'm just waiting on that now. How was your kid now? No, he's doing well. I had to miss his birthday because it was the weekend. You know, I had to labor five days. You went and tried to shoplift for your kid. And then at the end of the day, you missed the birthday still. Oh, yeah. So I'm still trying to make that up to him. You know what I'm saying? But um, now that I'm working, everything is, you know, moving right into place and I can, you know, look forward to getting married and... Okay, so you you, you, you are moving your, your your life into a different direction. Yeah, definitely. You know, I learned from my mistake that I done. I'm so glad that uh, you've turned your life around and it hasn't gone further into... into... Yeah. Thank you very much for your time, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Mm. So... Yo, eh? The sick story there. The timing of everything. The one question that you didn't ask there, Ramiz. Yes. That I wanted to know. Okay. When you shoplifted the meat, where did you put the meat? Where did you put the meat? I've seen videos of people putting meat in all of the nooks and crannies of their bodies. (laughs) I've seen some hectic things with women. What they do under those layers. I've seen... Whole chickens. Mm. Remember, I used to work in a butchery. Yes. Right? <laughs> Where haven't you worked? <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in a butchery and we had a shoplifting problem. Uh-huh. So what they did at the entrance, mm. uh, because the, the most common place where people used to put the stuff is in between the thighs. The thighs, yes. Who's going to search there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Um, what we we did well, well the manager did he put these um big crates on the the threshold of the door so you had to stretch your legs over to get out and then the crate acted as a catch all as well because there the whole chicken just falls into the crate and then I would have to take that, oh, come on. wash it, oh, no. put back on oh, shelf. No. No. <laughs> and, and would that be sold at a discount? Since <laughs> <laughs> it's previously handled chicken? Darren, what's happening behind the yeah. scenes? And these, <laughs> reduced. And these were frozen chickens, oh, no. eh? But the one time I saw a big pack of vors, <laughs> a whole chicken. 
and a pack of uh, bright chops as well. All just clunk. You know, the lengths that people go to, you almost want to say, you've earned that. Go like, enjoy. <laughs> you've worked hard for that. Go have your bride. <laughs> Celebrate. Ay, ay, ay. Aramis, good job, sir. Thank you very much. Good job, man. That's what's happening at the courthouse.